Welcome to Aurora Facets Metaphysical Musings. Justine here with fellow healer Christian. And today we've chosen the subject of oracle cards, which is a form of divination. So I'd like to pass over to Christian first to start this conversation on oracle cards. Well, my question is, what are oracle cards? So basically, for those who haven't worked with it, oracle cards are not tarot cards. They're cards with different yeah, paintings or images or letters. And the creator of an oracle deck gives each or brings an association with each card. So normally, oracle cards come with a booklet or so where each card is explained and the meaning is explained and so on and so forth and yeah the way you work with it is basically first of all you have to choose one of the oracle decks that are talking to you and when i saw choose from there are hundreds of i think you have a bit of a collection of oracle decks isn't how many do you have no i oracle don't deck? know how many i could build all of it though yeah so your points made yes you can get a bit addicted to oracle cards and, and collecting them finding a sense of fascination in them and then when you actually start to work with them, you actually find that probably you only resonate with one or two of them when, yeah. So, um, yeah, perhaps I could make a wall covering with the rest of them. But you say they're different to tarot cards. What 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 do you feel is the, what's your differentiation between the two? In a sense, they are a bit a simpler tool as that you have a kind of, set meaning for each card and obviously the creator of each oracle deck they bring in their own creation ideas on what each card means so therefore it's important really to connect with the deck whereas obviously with tarot you have a very kind of universal body of knowledge over which was formed over centuries which is very specific so i think the interpretation of a tarot card is much more complex than the interpretation of an oracle card so i think with oracle cards it's a great way to start if you're feeling drawn into card work and so on it's a perfect way to start and you can make small progress relatively easy whereas with tarot just pulling a tarot card can can be quite difficult to interpret well also tarot has the major and minor arcanas it's a lot larger um as well as creating um or formulating sort of your own intuition from the this, the various symbologies and colours and pictures in the tarot deck. Um, there's also, like you mentioned, a huge wealth of sort of myth and kind of legend behind um, each card of the tarot deck. And then you have specific spreads for the tarot deck as well. But tarot cards can also um, be paint, be sort of formed or painted by various artists much like oracle decks can but they they form the same um basis throughout each tarot deck whereas obviously the oracle is much more free form and personal to the the artist and is smaller you can still do spreads with oracles um but you can just pull one card or three cards past present future so what what are your thought? What draws you to an oracle deck? How do you like to work with them? Well, for me, the important thing is really that the the paintings on the oracle deck are resonating with me. So there are obviously 
decks on all sorts of things, Egyptian gods and goddesses and animals and plants. I had a plant um, tarot deck and it doesn't really work for me. It's just too complicated and I don't have an instant um, association with it. So you pull up and you see, oh, it's a dandelion. But it's not that I have a instant association what dandelion stands for and so on. Whereas for me, for example, animal card decks work quite well because there is a stronger association with what the animal means and you, you observe the animals and you can get the gist of the card even without it. With a plant deck, I didn't even know half of the plants were in the deck. So it's a bit, uh, what's that? Yeah. I mean, some oracle cards, like you say, are quite instantaneous and obvious um, in what you can interpret in them. And whereas some take a lot of time to develop a relationship and and cre create that correlation between what's written in the book, what you see, and your own intuition. So um, really how to use Oracle Tech can, can be very simple from simply pulling one card a day or whenever you feel like pulling a card, but asking your, in your mind for a uh, message. It's obviously important as I advocate with everything to sort of cleanse your cards and to make that kind of um, initial connection with them uh, before you start using them and each time you use them, especially if other people are handling them. Um, and then you, you can sort of get a bit more complex with your Oracle deck and pull a past, present, future, start using them more often, start using them uh, as a way to read for other people or putting them on your altar. Um, but my my thoughts are Oracle deck is, is a tool. I will be doing a, a divination workshop at some stage, but it's all a form of it's a form of divination and it's like a like a tool that helps us along to sort of bring out and enhance and sort of uh, help us to recognize what we already have within us. So it's like a sort of gently bringing out our own intuition. Um, and it's, it's a tool that we, that's tangible and physical that we can sort of see there in front of us, but it's still tapping into our, our own innate intuition when we, when we pull a card. So you can do the same thing without a card, but it, for many, especially if you're starting your journey is easier to do with a card. Um, but for instance, when I might do a reading, I will do it without a card to begin with. I work with somebody and then I pull the cards, maybe three cards um, towards the end of a reading. And most of the time that will tally up with what I've just said to the person. And it allows me to sort of further move into more information that I might share um, with my client. But it's, it's a great thing to use on a daily basis for yourself as well. Yeah, and I, it's not only for divination. I mean, yeah, you can use it for divination, but it's also a nice tool to switch your mind or to meditate. So, for example, you come back from work, you had a stressy day, and just pull a card, concentrate on the card, look at the meaning, and then just let your mind wander a bit, associate a free flow on the card and its symbology and so on. And it completely basically frees your mind of your all your daily burden and you can then move on and do something new afterwards or if you want to start the day this way just have a cup of coffee pull a card and just yeah 
have your coffee and, and ponder over the card as meditation, what does it mean to you and, and so on and so forth and work with it. That way you don't use it as a meditation tool rather than a, a divination tool, which is also a great way of working with them. Mm, I, I, I would say I would always put a card with an intention, even if you're using it for meditation, just the simple um, show me the best card for me um, and then pull your card and then and then maybe do a meditation with it like you've just explained, which is a, a lovely thing to do because you're always you're always forming some kind of connection with it. So there's always a an aspect of your connection, connecting to your intuition and, and that therefore is a, a sense of divination because you are asking for the best card for you and then using it to kind of just focus on and empty your mind. Whereas if you just pull it without an intention, it's more of an empty gesture. Um, yeah. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, intention is obviously great if you want to focus on a specific question and want an answer. I think divination works on the premise that everything happens for a reason. There is no randomness in the universe in that sense. So even if you have an intention or not, you will pull the card that needs to be pulled now. So in that sense, it's basically... Um, sometimes we have an intention because we shy away from something that we don't want to see. And it might be that a card coming up that hasn't to do with the intention, but with the real subject at hand that we try to neglect or to blend out. So, Well, that <clears throat> that's why I think if you're, if you're going to just be in that kind of relaxed state and put a card, you ask the question, um, show me the card that gives me a message for now. You're not using it in, in a prophecy, you know, a yes, no, show me a definitive answer. You're just asking for a form of guidance or something that's of use to you here and now that you can connect with and benefit from. Um, I always think having some kind of conscious reason for working with them rather than just an empty gesture is, is always good creating that working relationship and i think that's the important thing here also for everybody who wants to work with oracle cards they are not for yes and no so i shy away from someone who gives you definitive answers to questions yes you should know it's more complex and most often you just get ideas or impulses to to develop but i think it's not a clear yes no to yeah and we have free will at the end of the day but yes thank you for joining us and We'll see you again in a few, a few weeks. And thank you, Christian, as always, for your participation. You're welcome.